Reckoning World as he addressed Welsh Labour for the first time as its new leader. He beat Vaughan Gething and Lenid Morgan with 53.9% of the vote to succeed outgoing First Minister Carwin Jones. The pro-Corbyn Finance Secretary is expected to replace Mr Jones at the helm of the Welsh Government when he stands down next week. Dr Ian Robertson-Steele, who recently retired as the director of Withybush Hospital, said that First Minister Mark Drakeford has a major challenge on his hands in turning things around. The Welsh NHS and social care is a shambles and no longer sustainable or fit for purpose, Dr Ian Robertson-Steele said. Heavy rain has caused localised flooding and travel disruption across Wales. Fire crews have been dealing with localised incidents, including a wall collapse and a call-out to a 90-year-old woman's flooded home, although a yellow warning for rain has since been lifted. In Pembrokeshire, some road flooding is continuing to cause delays and the poor wet weather looks set to continue throughout the weekend. A former Carmarthenshire coal miner, Keith the Coal Williams of Penagroyce, has recently discovered that he's the first-born son of a Malaysian sultan. Keith, whose mother is from Swansea, was the product of a brief love affair between his parents when the then young royal was studying in the UK. When the pregnancy was discovered, the couple were separated and the child adopted. It was interest in his unknown parentage that led Keith to DNA testing and the startling revelation of his true identity. He's the son of the late Sultan of Pirak, Iskandar al-Mutta al-Alahi Shah, who was studying in the UK at the time. When news of the mother's pregnancy broke, she was forced to return home to Swansea, where she gave birth and gave up the child for adoption, and the Sultan went back to Malaysia to avoid any unwanted scandal. He then died in 1984. Keith is writing a book about his fascinating story, including a photo of the palace where his father lived. He had sent the photograph to his mother and written the phone number and address on the back of it. The kind-hearted bikers, the three amigos, are once again gearing up for their annual motorcycle charity toy run in aid of Withybush Hospital Children's Ward on Saturday. The 16th Three Amigos Christmas Toy Run leaves Pembroke's Commons Car Park at 1pm, riding through Pembroke, Pembroke Dock, Nayland, Milford Haven and Haverford West before arriving at Withybush Conference Centre. Terry Morris of the Three Amigos posted onto Facebook, If you're coming on your bike, please do your checks. Petrol, oil, tyre pressure, water, in radiator, etc. We will be leaving at one o'clock. If you're out doing Christmas shopping, please watch out for our marshals and please be patient. We are doing this for a good cause and we won't hold you up for long. Everyone is welcome to pop along to the Commons car park to see all the bikes, but please be aware there will be bikes coming in all the time. We would love to see as many as possible lining the streets to wave us along.
Haverford West's £3.4 million Glanaravan Cultural Centre has officially opened and on Saturday there's a fun day on offer to visitors to see the new facility. It's hoped the new centre will kick-start the regeneration of Haverford West Town Centre. That's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire... This is Pure West Radio. Competitions and local news. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Pure West Radio. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking. I want you to be happier. I want you to be happier. When the morning comes and we see what we've become. In the cold light of day, we're a flame in the wind, not the fire that we begun. Every argument, every word we can't take back. Cause with all that has happened I think that we both know the way that the story ends 
Well, it's eating me up inside But we ran our course We pretended we're okay Now if we jump together At least we can swim far away From the wreck we made Then only for a minute I want to change my mind Cause this just don't feel right to me I want to raise your spirits I want to see you smile Hi guys, it's Mark Llewellyn here. Welcome to my show on Pure West Radio. It is going to be awesome. Uh, this, I'm interviewing a lot of very high-achieving people, and it is on Sunday, 8 or 9 o'clock. Tune in to Pure West Radio. 20 seconds on the bad time.
This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. Mark Llewellyn here. It's about time we heard another interview on Pure West Radio with successful people.
Here we are today with the one and only Eddie Grant. So I just interviewed Chesney Hawks, mate, and I've just sort of stole that. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Eddie. Yes. Well, I can remember as a little boy listening to your songs, Electric Avenue and Give Me Hope, Joanna, and I Don't Want to Dance and... Oh. All, yes. of the, all of these things that sort of propelled you to the limelight. Um, what was your sort of background before, uh, you know, you, you were in school and then... Yeah, I've never really done a day job. Uh, I came out of school as a successful musician, basically, because um, it wasn't until Baby Come Back that I really left school. Yeah. And uh, it just became unwieldy. Couldn't go out... Uh, and play and stuff like that, so I had to go. And uh, that sort of uh, background, having not having been in the workplace, a real bona fide working person, I found I had a lot of uh, time for the instruments. And I had a lot of time to develop my craft as a writer, because, you know, you may have a hit record, but it doesn't mean that you're necessarily a writer. And uh, you've got to find that within yourself. And I was able to find in that time, uh, I found who I am as a writer. And yeah. so then, obviously, as things progressed, I want to flex a little bit more here, a little bit more there. But I've been fortunate in that I've been able to do it all in my own time, in my own way, at my own expense, basically. Yeah. Do you know what? This is such a different vibe from my vibe yesterday because <laughs> I was interviewing Chris Akabusi, mate. Oh, right. And right. he was like, boom, boom, boom. And yes. now I'm like here today. And I, I, you know, I don't even smoke marijuana, but I feel like I'm on it now yeah, talking good to man, you. Good man, good man. Good man. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely fantastic. You know, we, we say about how people can influence other people. Yeah. How, how important is it to hang around with a sort of certain type of people, the, the right people. Can you fall it's, into the wrong crowd and all that? Mm, yes. I mean, every experience is an experience. It doesn't mean that you have to stay in it forever. And it doesn't mean that you have to be a part of the experience. Yeah. You can just be a voyeur, just look on. And I, for a, a long time uh, in this music business, was able to observe from a distance everything. Yeah, And so it gives you the experience by having seen it and not necessarily been a part of it. And I am like a traveler in time. I recognize that now. It's that I have been there, I have seen, mm. and I have experienced the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and now 16 years into the 21st century. It's a remarkable set of bullets to have. Yeah. Because you can shoot down any particular, proverbially, any particular kind of scenario or situation, which yeah. is really yeah. why I'm so relaxed. And speaking of bullets, we've just uh, we've uh, had um, Ollie and Foxy and Billy from Channel 4 SAS TV show in here. What, what did you make of all of these special forces guys? Well, they told me about their program. Yeah. And... Uh, it's, uh, again, it's another experience. Um, we all like to talk about the SAS and all these uh, covert scenarios. 
but not to be given any real facts and or any, um, albeit that it's at a distance, experience of what those guys go through to make them into the superhumans that they are. Yeah, you absolutely. I, I, I mean, I applaud them. They were telling me about the program and stuff, which, I, of course, I'm going to check out. Yeah, you've got to have yeah, a look yeah, at it now. Got Monday, yeah. 9 o'clock, Channel 4. Okay. And people that miss it, I think they can go to all four and uh, right. have a look at that. Right. So I'll, I'll look at that and uh, put that in my bag. Yeah. I'm not ever going to go join them. No, no, there's, <laughs> no, there's just no need for no, that crazy. No. You don't want to be, I can imagine you coming up sailing out of a helicopter. You'd be like that in the helicopter. You'd be like, <laughs> ah, and they'd be like, go, Billy. You'd be like, go, 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 go. And you'd be like, chill, Billy. Just chill, yeah. Billy. Just yeah. chill, man. Chill. <laughs> so I, 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 no, I'm not ever going to do that. No, it's, it's, it's not, no, not, it's not, not, not a part of, no, not you at all. No. Um, I want to talk about uh, Andrew Davis, uh, had a little chat with you earlier, and he asked you his, um, what was your like definition of success? And yeah. I thought your answer was brilliant. Can you, can you tell the viewers here? Well, it's, uh, it's not something that I have programmed in my mind. I mean, it's just how I feel at the time and how I felt and how my answer basically was that uh, success, you can uh, graduate success in terms of money, or you can graduate success in terms of happiness. My um, template is that I've graduated success as according to my happiness factor. Yeah. And I think that that enables you to achieve material success by virtue of the fact that you go along with what's, what destiny throws at you. Yeah. Uh, if destiny throws a uh, bad vibe and, or negative or illnesses or whatever it is, I have done like the Eastern religions say, I accept, you know, yeah. I can't do nothing it's about it, it's coming, yeah. let's deal with it and get on with it. And I've had to do that all my life because since 23, I've had heart issues. And so I, I learned that ain't no point in fighting it because that'll kill you. No. You know, so you go along with it. And, and you don't want to be doing SAS selection on heart issues. Well, you know, let me tell you, I mean, I, I learned to play squash at 34, having uh, and achieving uh, quite a high level of proficiency. Because oh, that's, that's oh, yeah. get your heart well, right I, I mean, if I, if I were to take those boys out on a squash match, for example, <laughs> they would die, you know. They would be beasted. Yeah, I mean, I've, relative, I've done it? it. Yes, I've done it with people who are into karate and yeah, this yeah. And, that, and they think, oh, I'm super fit. And yeah, you're super fit for one discipline. That's it. Yeah, know? yeah. And it's like they say in squash, you don't go and play squash to get fit. Get yeah. fit to play squash. So with all the debilitating illness and stuff like that, I have been able to overcome and to be able to engage in what I consider to be quite rugged uh, sport. Yeah. But albeit, that's the limit. I, I can't go and do the same thing in their discipline. It's nonsense. It, yeah. I know what you're saying, because I, I do a little bit of running, yeah. and then one day I took my... I got a six-year-old touch son, and I took him to a trampoline park. Oh, Jesus. I was knackered. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I was like, what uh, the heck? And then they were like, kids are like, banging, bouncing and bouncing yeah. around, and I was like, God damn. Different These kids are super fit. Yeah, yeah. Their so, body's made different, and it's, it's, it's 
gotten used to that. Yeah. You, uh, now your, your joints are all tensed up and your muscles are all... I'm not tensed up, mate. I have no <laughs> idea know, what uh, you're talking about. You know, I, I remember doing that to my uh, youngest brother <laughs> one day. Let's and, do, let's do a Carl Weathers and Schwarzenegger pose. One of them. Jesus. Look at yes. that. My, my youngest brother, uh, when he was about, I don't know, eight. Yeah. And I was really, I mean, I'm 10 years older than him, so I was 18. And all the, the cuts were in here and oh, all yeah. that stuff, playing football all the time and stuff. And I said to him, come on, hit me. Hit me in there. Hit Wait. me in my, in my stomach. With a rhythm stick? No, no rhythm no? stick. No? No. <laughs> I had reasons to be cheerful. Hit me with your rhythm. <laughs> I had reasons to be cheerful. He, and he came along and he just went, this little kid, eight years old. And he just went like that. And I don't know what stared his fingers straight into my solar plexus. Man, I nearly vomited, you know. So, Whoa. yeah, it just goes to show anybody can hurt you. And yeah. it's like it's like Kung Fu Panda. I was watching that the other day with my son. Yes. And the turtle, you know, he took out the, the tiger, which you would never really think about, would you? No, you no. just wouldn't put, you just wouldn't put have put it. versus the tiger. A turtle. <laughs> I'm telling you, this turtle, I think Uguay was his name. He kicked the tiger's ass, and the tiger was a badass. I was, exactly. I was very, very impressed. Yeah, yeah, but this, the life shows you that, the, you know, it exists. You know, don't take anything for granted. I never do. I wouldn't see you and say, oh, this guy, yeah, he's a very muscular guy. He's strong, and he can take out this or take out that. No, 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 no. <laughs> as, 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 I, I, I'd have to check it doubly, you know? Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, Roberto Duran. Yeah, hand time. of st stone. Tone. Wow. Uh, I remember him uh, remarking about Muhammad Ali. And he said, yeah, yeah, Muhammad Ali, yeah, great, great. He's greatest in the world, you know. But if I catch him in the alley, I kill him. Mm. You know, it's a different different location. Yeah. And this, the therefore, man has a different power over another human being, you know. I was watching a video on that note. I was watching a video. It was Ali, and I'm trying to think who it was. I think it was Sonny Liston. It was Ken Norton or Sonny Liston. I think it was Sonny Liston. Liston didn't say too much. No, but basically he, Ali was, you know, going around his, his house and all that. Oh yeah, again. Liston. And then Liston. he, yeah, he came, he came into a bar one night, and Ali was gobbing off, and Sonny Liston was just there like that, and then he just, just cool as he's like you. He, and then he pulls like a gun. gun out of his like, and then it was, boosh, boosh. And, and Muhammad Ali was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Those were the days. I mean, it was fun. I remember being at school at that time and uh, having to stay up late at night because the fights were yeah. really, really late and uh, had this black and white TV and watching uh, Muhammad Ali come into his own. You know, I watched, obviously, from that time, I'm a big boxing fan. Yeah. And uh, I watched a lot of those guys come and go. I mean, guys like Cleveland Williams or Foley, all of these guys who were big, strong guys and Ali yeah. just tapped them away. Captain Archie Moore, you know. It was <clears throat> a beautiful time, I think, to be alive. Yeah. Like early 60s, and then came the Beatles and Stones and all of those bands and so on. It was a lovely time. I mean, I wish it for my kids and grandkids. Yeah. And hope, hopefully, but, and our guys will keep on playing, you know. And the, the, I mean, the Beatles, there's just, they was just so phenomenally big. I mean, it's just nobody's ever replaced that. It's well, it's ridiculous. established. Uh, it established uh, a new norm in uh, songwriting, 
and um, whether they would have eclipsed the Rolling Stones in terms of uh, live work, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I admire Paul McCartney tremendously as a songwriter, yeah. as I do John Lennon. Mm. And uh, in later years, I came to appreciate the contribution that George Harrison also made and this degree of songwriting capability. Mm. But Lennon and McCartney were absolutely phenomenal and raised the bar uh, in the pop field. How, how uh, I just amazes me because I grew up with listening to the Beatles from yeah. my dad, yeah. and uh, I just couldn't believe how many good songs they would come out with. It was boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, and it was like. Well, part the? of the reason that uh, their songs became so ubiquitous is that the media was there to support it, and mm. they wrote bad songs like everybody else. But they, they were given a chance yeah. in the marketplace and in the world to excel yeah. if they had the capacity. And they had definitely the capacity, so they excelled. Um, it's not to decry any other person or persons who ever wrote songs, yeah. but they were given the platform. Yeah. And on that platform, they performed. As the Rolling Stones has been given that platform for life work. So today, at the age of 70-plus, going towards 80, they can still fill most stadiums in the world. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Phenomenal, isn't yeah. it? Yes, indeed. Um, I, I've got this, like, burning question in me, mate. Burn away, man. Are you right? Well, I, I just want to know if you've got more hair under your cap... My? ...than, uh, than I've got. Uh, marginally. Hey, my hair grew as far as this, down to the floor. I, I had to cut it. because not Really? Yeah, down no. to the floor? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, those gurus and things? I could, I, I did a thing, I was at the commando training center not long ago, and I climbed yes. up a rope. I could do that with your hair, mate. Well, yeah, believe me, I mean, it, it had gotten to such a stage that it come really clumped together, and every time I took off my hat, it, it fell to the floor. And if I wanted to wash my hair, my wife had to... I mean, it was a full day's work in the sunshine it, because it held water and stuff like that. So I had to do something about it once it started to affect my neck. Yeah. And, uh, well, because it works with the weight. Well, yeah. But now it's just down to about here. Yeah. So it's uh, reasonable. I, I've cultivated it for a long time. It starts to get thin where it pulls down from the middle like that. But now, obviously, I keep it up. So it's... But then again, because you never, I've never, you never see you with your cap off much. So for all I know, you, for all I know, mate, you could be completely bald with a football under that. Newspaper under there. That's there's the, newspaper. That's right. Keep, but are they yeah. like when we were kids? It was paper mache sort of it, stuff. It, it, yeah, it could be that, but it's not that. I, I, uh, I have to deal with it. And one day, because I've been totally clean shaven before. Yeah. In, yeah. In the seventies, uh, between. Because uh, I used to have this white hair, you know, mm. and in order to get rid of it, and uh, as I said last night at the at the question and answer thing, I had to every week be going to get the roots done. Mm. So you're like you're a victim, and I don't like being a victim. So I started to wear the wig at the time, and the wig uh, I became a victim to that too. And I suppose in time I would become a victim to the hair being so much on my neck and it gives you strong neck muscles. I bet it does. Yeah, it does. You've, you've like a, your neck's probably stronger than Mike Tyson, mate. 
Yes, for sure, for sure. But I, I can't punch like him, so I wouldn't. <laughs> on, because I'm Welsh. On the note of boxing, you're a big boxing fan. Yeah. Joe Calzaghe. Shame. Or oh, was it? Is that what you, what you think? Is it? Well, no, because as far as I can remember, uh, he got into all of this issue with the drugs and stuff like that, oh. and uh, so that's why I say shame because he was uh, a phenomenal fighter, and. Uh, once that comes into question, it, then people start to ask, well, whether, in fact, he really was that uh, great because he had an unfair advantage over people. Right. But I, I always liked uh, Joe Calzaghe. His, I would just thought, when I think about Joe Calzaghe, it's just the amount of punches he puts in. Well, it's, just, it's insane, isn't it? Well, that's... Every good boxer is supposed to have that in his in his armor. It's hard though when you're in there. Yeah, well, it? it's, I, I I will never be in that position. Hopefully, yeah. Joe, don't worry, mate. I'm with you. <laughs> it's all right. Everything's cool. <laughs> you know. But so I, I, I've just no, got no. some insurance. I don't think I can't. I I can't think that anyone would ever want to fight you. They'd be like, if someone getting angry with you, be like that. You'd be like, hey. I mean, no, I I I I gave up fighting a long time ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, and I. Uh, considered myself quite tasty because I just never got excited. Yeah. You know, in, in, in fighting, it doesn't pay to get excited because no. you're, you're working your adrenals too hard and it's binding you up and it's tying you up. Whereas you may be just a small guy and a big guy is there and he's all puffed up, ready to kill you, and you can just run rings around him. Yeah. So that's the secret. I mean, guys like uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, I've shown you that it's uh, not how big you are. Um, even Mayweather has uh, showed you that avoidance it's of crazy, blows. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Gonna, so you can win world championships. You can make billions of dollars without even getting hurt. So, yeah. which is why a lot of people in the uh, boxing business, the boxing fraternity, don't like him so much. Apart from the boasting, boasting yeah. is normal. You know. But they don't like the fact that he don't get in there, yeah. you know. But if he got in there, he could do some serious damage too. How important do you think humility is then? Humility is a, is a, is a factor in life uh, because you have to come to a point in your life where you understand your limits. And if you understand your limits, then what's left is you don't have to, to talk about it, you know. Other people will talk about it because you are really that good. Mm. Um, but on the other hand, there is false humility where people, because the system or the society in which they're living value humility, they take it on as a trade, as an art, and so they become falsely humble. Uh, I'm not into that. I think that uh, you are what you are. If you are a person that likes to speak about you well yeah. then by all means speak about you but speak the truth <laughs> a absolutely 100 percent. and there's, yeah. there's certain circumstances that happen in life where somebody's like trying to be like oh well I'm, i've done this and that and and, and they haven't what's the, i don't see the point no i might as well say look i haven't or i was yeah i was rubbish at that yeah, or i was like no, <laughs> yeah i've like i've done enough you know yeah. and and whatever you achieve just no, just be real with it the the best people i mean that not necessarily in the music business but generally in life, the best people are really the best people. They, mm. they, they have experienced what they've experienced. They don't need to shout about it. 
they don't, they don't need, even need to do anything about it. They just need to be themselves. And people congregate around them or not. People like them or not. Uh, they're just living their life. They're just being themselves. Those are the kinds of people that I really appreciate. Yeah. Because they teach me something. Yeah. Um, a lot of people get stressed. And one of the things that I notice about you is... Um, I think, you know, you, you flow with things, don't you? you, you sort I've learned. Of, like, you're like, more like water where you just adapt. I've How, Let's say, for example, somebody out there is very stressed in their job or having challenges. How do they adapt like that to be more chilled out? It happens up here, I think, you know. Um, in my life, I told you I've suffered heart issues all mm. my life. And so, and from very young. And you, what you come to realize is mortality. You, you realize very early on that, hey, this shit is for real. You know, it's one second you're here, next second you're gone. Yeah. So you learn that. And then you think to yourself, well, okay, uh, how can I minimize that? And one of the ways to minimize it is literally to chill, to take it a little easier. Yeah. And if you do it by 10%, <clears throat> instead of dying in 10 days' time, uh, you'll die in 100 days' time. Mm. You know, because all of us are going to die. I mean, <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt, that is on the horizon for everybody. Mm. But to the degree, it's, a, it's about the quality of your life. So you know that if you, you have something bad with your lungs or your heart or your brain, it will impede your ability to live yeah. life, to, to, to engage in sports, to all of these things. So therefore, you have to take care. It's like, a, it's not even a billion dollar machine, our body. It's, like, it's not even, there's no price on it. It's trillions. Exactly. If you feel like that, then you eat well, you try and sleep well, you take a little exercise. Like, you know, I have a, a great mentor. His name is Earl Maynard. You may know him. Uh, he used to be Mr. Universe before Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, right, yeah. He is the only uh, bodybuilder in the world to have achieved that kind of success naturally. Naturally. That's Everybody recognizes it. Arnold recognizes it. Yeah. Haney recognizes it. All the, the stalwarts in the game. And he is my tutor. He, ah. I don't carry big muscles. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, none of that. Just to stay alive you know muscles don't help you when you die even no, the biggest muscles difference. I mean Arnold had heart issues and uh, it took all the muscles away from him mm. you know so it's not about any of those physical things as you see them it's about quality of life and yeah. to be able to enjoy the little time that you have because nobody knows when it is and to be able to enjoy that you give up the things of taste, you know, yeah. the, the, a lot of salt, a lot of sugar, uh, you know, bad processed food. There is no real good processed food. But you start to eat live things that, you know, plants and so on, that makes you chill. Yeah, you yeah. Know. What have you got coming up? My new album, which is called Pleasance as you would have seen from yeah. last night. Now, what the heck does that mean, mate? Pleasance. Not Pleasance. 
We don't play zen hands. We pleasance. The palm. Ba palm. Pleasance. You know, that is uh, the name of the village that I came from. Ah, right. And it's. Uh, I thought you were trying to be a bit like Russell Brown with your big words there, mate. Oh, no, man. No, Russell, <laughs> Russell, Russell's got big words. He's got big words. I'm like, Russell, I can't even, I can't even listen to you, mate, <laughs> unless i got a dictionary in my hand. Just no, don't even no, go no, there. I'm no. like, what the heck? No, no. It's, uh, if you can play fast, you don't yeah. have to play fast all the time. Yeah. There's, no, there's no relativity about it. You, you know, it's just fast. And, uh, yeah. It's one of the things about listening to B.B. King. I mean, I'm sure B.B. King can play fast, too. But he plays so that you understand it. And if you didn't get it the first time, you play it again. It's slow, so you understand mm. it. It's the same as talking and everything else. It's the undulation. Got it? Undulation of the voice and the nuances therein. If you... If you Blend those two things together, you tend to communicate a little bit better. So, Russell, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> and are you on Facebook or Twitter? Where can people see your I'm stuff? On, I'm on all of those platforms, as they say. Um, my daughter, uh, Maria, generally looks after that for me because I'm doing other things and... I'm a one-man band, so to yeah. speak, with a few people around yeah. me. And uh, so when it's necessary for me to interface with it, I interface with it through her. Yeah. And uh, generally the people who write to me and so on, they know that if something is significant, I will answer them back. Yeah. You know, so we've got a, a fairly reasonable uh, presence, which we are working on now desperately because we've got this record coming out and we want lots and lots of people to appreciate it and to get a chance to hear it and to yeah. feel it and to see whether they like it or not. Eddie Grant. Yes. I tell you what, mate, I've yeah. never felt so chilled in my life. Right. I'm like, I'm a little sort of... We might be... Hey, listen to me, man. Look at that. Where's Sarah? We may be able to market that, you we know. We could do, mate. Yeah, we have a, oh, have yeah. a special lounge, you know. Eddie Brown. Well, whatever it is, you, whatever it is you've got, I absolutely love it. it. Yeah, and I think everybody needs it. You know, yeah. it's just that chill out and yeah. and go with the flow and enjoy life. Yeah. So on that note, Eddie Grant, thank, thank you. you so so much for your time. Yes. It's been an honour and thank a pleasure. You. Thank you. Thank you very much for watching, guys. Have an awesome week and stay positive. Take care. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Ho, ho, ho! Santa here to tell you all about the Pure West Radio Christmas Extravaganza, their biggest ever giveaway, with over 24 unique prizes valued at over £2,000. Visit purewestradio.com to find out what prizes you can win by checking the interactive advent calendar in association with... 
Fly Wales, experience the amazing coastline of Pembrokeshire as never before. The Snake Dude Interactive Reptile Experience gives an extra dimension of fun and education to your party or event. Milford Haven Golf Course, 18 holes of rolling parkland with stunning views over the waterway. Ho, ho, ho! Don't forget, a new prize is added every day until Christmas Eve. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for me, Santa, and all my friends here at Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. We broadcast the latest local news, traffic updates, local events. We also have the best guests in the studio from across the county. Sports stars, musicians and so much more. If it's happening in Pembrokeshire, it's on Pure West Radio. We have on average 2,500 listens every day and 17,000 each week. Your message can be heard by all of our listeners and prices start from as little as £15. Contact us today for a free quote. Call 01437 764455 or email info at purewestradio.com. Salter's Blinds offers a wide range of blinds for every room in your home or office. See our extensive range of vertical and roller blinds made on the premises to find just what you've been looking for. Right now, buy five sets of vertical or roller blinds and get the sixth one free. A professional and friendly service awaits you. So visit our showroom today at Unit 1 Withybush Trading Estate or visit saltersblinds.co.uk. Top quality blinds at factory prices. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. We're staying all night, we never slow down. I think we better do it like we're doing it now. It's been a long time since we've been around. So come on, let's get to it like we're doing it. Do it like we're doing it. Waiting so long just to be here. Now we're bringing this back to life. You're a 
the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. It was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank. An old man said to me, won't see another one. And then he sang a song, the rare old mountain dew. I turned my face away and dreamed about you. Years from me and you So happy Christmas I love you baby I can see a better time When all our dreams come true
thank you very much for tuning into my show. Hope you enjoyed it. Catch me next week, 8 till 9 o'clock on Pure West Radio on Sundays, interviewing successful people. Have a great week. Pure West Radio proudly presents Pembrokeshire Professionals. Comprehensive solutions for all your needs in association with Clean and Seal PEMS for external building and high-ridge gutter cleaning to a standard that leaves them spotless and gleaming. Call Clean and Seal PEMS on 01437 891 290 or check out our Facebook page for a free quotation. Pembrokeshire Professionals, providing solutions for all your needs right here in the county. 24 Carat Hire Services are based in West Wales and provide marquee hire, outdoor stage, wedding marquees, mobile bar, sound and lighting. We've won the Welsh National Wedding Awards category of Best Outside Wedding Company in Wales in 2015 and 2016, voted by our happy brides and grooms. Our professional and friendly crew will work closely with you to ensure everything runs smoothly. Get your free quote today by calling us on 01239 711 or visit www.24caratpromotions.co.uk Hey John, you look like you're 10 years younger mate. What have you been up to? Cheers George, glad you noticed. I've been down to Broblades at 14 Picton Place, Haverford West, next to Iceland. They really know how to look after a fella. I had a haircut, tidied up my beard, and I didn't need to make an appointment. You can also have a shave, nose and earwax too. And they have hot towels. Where was that again, John? Broblades, on Picton Place. Speak to them nicely and they'll even get you a coffee while you wait. Excellent. I've got a wedding to go to next week and I could do with some first-class pampering. Broblades, open seven days a week, Monday to Saturday, 9am until 7pm. And 10am until 4pm on Sundays. Broblades, on Picton Place. For competitions and local news, follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Pure West Radio.